Zeke, it's nice to be drinking tequila. Not to forget, but to remember. Es la semana del Gran Premio de México. Soy pura mexicana, por eso estoy dispuesta. Si México lo quiere, que tenga que pelear. Mi vida se la ofrezco, al cabo él me la ha dado. Y como buen soldado yo se la quiero dar. Hola amigos, bienvenido a Chicanery. I'm here as always with my F1 Sherpa, Sheriff of the Internet, Zeke Gutu. Today we're going to be talking about just an insane start off the line for Max, uh, where the elevation mattered most and that that light air of Mexico City. Danny starting great off the line and all of his interactions with Valtteri Bottas. Um, both of their races wind up compromised. Ferrari in a great battle with themselves and a big blow to McLaren in the Constructors' Championship. And we're going to talk about even more than that. Zeke, it was a great race to start. It got kind of boring in the middle. But tell me what yep. your take is as we uh, wrap up. Mexico. Well, we saw the uh, the craziness of, of turn one once again here in Mexico. Uh, uh, a terrible start for Valtteri Bottas and a great start for Max Verstappen off the line there. Uh, and in typical fashion, now Lewis is blaming Valtteri for his uh, his problems of getting overtaken in that first turn. Yeah. Um, you could tell on the radio that, that you could just feel the resentment on the radio with Lewis building up. <laughs> through the race oh yeah yeah he's he's realizing you know that that these tracks you know as we've all known though favor red bull so he's kind of also projecting his uh his animosity towards the team right now which he shouldn't be mercedes is a great team they dominate in turkey and you know uh of course now he's gonna start blaming it on his teammates on his on his team and on his pit wall when he said it was, he was like they're they're too fast for us they're too fast yeah. for us. i was like what like, what is that? Like, why are you planting that flag? He says that pretty much every race he's behind Max. I mean, <laughs> meanwhile, you you never hear, you know, you know, Verstappen complaining to his level and, and blaming Checo for that matter in the media post race like Lewis did today. So it's, you know, it's this is this is a man who's won seven championships, who is trying to break, you know, the record and is now seeing that that is slowly slipping out of his hands. Max is not, and I think, I can't remember if it was Crofty who said this or, or whomever was in the booth with him, but um, they were basically like, Max, like the, the circumstances of this championship race are not, are, like the race for the world championship, they're not getting to Max. <laughs> he's not no. making mistakes because he's in the heat of the moment. And he's, I mean, he's saying all the right things every week too. He's like, it's yep. not over yet. You know, we still got plenty of races left. You know, th this is, this is not something that's sealed up. Today, he let in a little glimmer in the uh, post-race interview. He left a, let a little glimmer in saying, okay, it's it's getting more attainable. I can see, you know, my eyes are on the prize and I can see it, you know. But yeah. he is still, at the same time, saying there's still plenty of time left. He understands how great of a driver Lewis Hamilton is. And he's doing all the right things, though. I mean, this is... This is why I have been a, a huge Max fan is because he doesn't let all the bullshit noise outside of him creep into his, you know, into his head. And mm -hmm. it never becomes a an egotistical thing with him. He knows that Lewis Hamilton is one of the greatest, greatest drivers of all time. This could change in an instant. What happens if he has a DNF next race, you mm -hmm. know, in, in Brazil? What happens if he loses the sprint race and has, a you know, a crash or whatever it is? You know, it's just, he's he's been completely focused the whole time. His message has not changed all season. No, it's great. And I tell you what, the thing that impresses me about him is that, like, even as a new fan to the sport, 
he is heated. Like he does get angry, but he usually mm-hmm. he doesn't let his anger go and be visible unless it like has, has already had a material impact on his race. You know what I mean? Like he seems to be able to stay even keeled while he's actually in the hunt. And only yeah. if something really takes him out of the car does he does he show real visible anger. If I was willing to do a Yoda quote right now, I would do one about like not letting anger, you know, <laughs> become control you. you. Yeah, control <laughs> you or become you, you know, but I'm not gonna embarrass myself. But uh he he's been so even keeled and like it's been the years and or decades of abuse from his dad mm-hmm. that have probably prepared him for this moment. You know, God, I heard like, his dad is just so brutal. Jos is the worst, dude. So, yes. So, now, was he a uh, driver? He was a driver. Yes, he was. He okay. was an F1 driver as well. So, I mean, he he's he's a piece of shit, let's be honest. But uh he he's obviously hardened. He's not going to be inviting us to a race, so we can just say it. Yeah, exactly. I love you, Max. <laughs> yes, I have a problem with. Yeah. <laughs> also, Kelly? Hey, Kelly. Yeah, yeah Ke- hey, Kels. <laughs> Hit me up, Kels. Those those chicanery uh on Twitter uh DMs. Go yeah. for it. DMs are always open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Promise we're not like Portnoy. Oh, Barstool. Mm. Who who would have thunk it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> who would have thought who? that the misogynistic assholes that run that company could have been having yeah. problematic relationships with young women? Who thought that taking, uh, you know, COVID treatment uh, advice uh, could also ruin your quarterback career, Aaron? <laughs> I'm very happy. Moron. I'm very happy for you and, yeah. and Aaron Rodgers' downfall. And it's yeah. exciting to watch everyone pile on. It's ne- exciting for the woke mob to to, to pile on. Yeah, <laughs> the cancel culture woke mob. Mm-hmm. Uh you know what? Never go full Rogan. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so you know, <laughs> I think you know this, and people that follow us on social know that I bet uh first first day of betting at the uh, Harris uh, Caesar sports book in New Orleans I put ten dollars on Checo who was I think like plus 120 or something to win the mm-hmm. race and so that's a that ten dollars has been lost but he did race really well and it was a it yeah. was disappointing he'd seemed like he was on on route to catch Lewis and it, it you could tell the crowd was like that was what they were dreaming yeah because it, it when it became apparent that he wasn't gonna be able to win because Max was just on on fire um second was like their dream but um yeah t- talk about what you think about checo's race and and the first podium for a mexican driver yeah and also the first uh lap led in mexico mm-hmm. by a mexican driver so mm-hmm. i mean it, it this was bittersweet you know I, I was i was grateful and happy that 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 red bull ended up you know having such a strong performance but it was it was kind of bittersweet in the sense that Checo just couldn't overtake Lewis at the end, you know, but in, you know, in fairness, his dad was acting like they won. So that was, that was <laughs> well, awesome. He did that. Yeah, was the was podium he... that he got the other day and his dad was just as jacked up as he could. Oh, I love be. it. I was love it that awesome? energy. I don't remember which one. Yeah, it was the, yeah, it was the, it was I think it was USGP. I think so. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, but you know, his dad was so stoked still, and you could still see the, the, the Mexican fans were so happy and it, it was, like I said, it was bittersweet, but Checo had an unbelievable race. His pace was was on point. I, dude, Max still won by like sixteen seconds over. Yeah, it was what I, I had with the, Valtteri um, blocking him on. You know, but I had his, the uh, F one TV Pro like uh, the panel up with the lap times that were. You know, I've shown you that grid that they have where like you just yeah. you can see it, and it was incredible because I'm like watching Jekos in times, but then like I'm looking at Max, I'm like, oh my god, nobody's even. They're not even touching this dude. They're not yeah, close. No, Nobody knows how to like manage tires. I mean, while well, I'd say like Ricardo has in the past, but Checo this season managing tires has been he's it's been a masterclass. So I 
I would. I I knew when he when he came. And he out got to pits, drink water today. Yeah, exactly. He got to drink and he didn't have diarrhea or Montezuma's yeah. revenge. So, let's, so we can that we know of. We might find yeah. it on Monday from. Um, he knows the right Helmut taco. Marco. He knows the right taco places to eat at mm-hmm, in, in, mm-hmm. in Mexico City. So uh, he and I he mean, never it, drinks the water. That's a smart thing to do. Uh, yeah. He, uh, you know, when he came out of the pits and you were like purple sectors. And I started hearing that. I was like, dude, he just took seven tenths out and like one, two laps, mm-hmm. you know, on his out lap and his second lap. And he was just, he was steaming, you know, it was, it was amazing to see. He had, he really had a great race, you know, and the, if it wasn't for like the turn one ca- catastrophes, like for everybody, you know, it really changed the entire race, you know. What and, was the deal with, why did he think he screwed up Botas? Did you remember that? Like, I, you know, I, I, I he didn't hear the, the radio call. And, what, what's that? I didn't hear the radio call. I oh. know they they talked about it. They talked about it on the broadcast, but I didn't hear the actual. I didn't radio hear it call. either. But they said that he had. They said yeah, he was that, taking fault for it. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I screwed up Botas," but he wasn't even near him. He did. Yeah, it was. That was completely. I don't know what that was about that. Speaking of the Botas incident, that was totally fairly on Valtteri and uh, Danny Ricardo. Yeah, you know, Danny came in too hot. Danny had a great start. You know, he came off the line about as well as Max did. And uh, he just came on that inside dirty part of the track, went into the braking zone too late, too hot. He locked up and then Valtteri cut across the apex of the turn, basically, Mm -hmm. you know, not maintaining his line. And it just happened to take off, um, you know, Danny's front wing and spun Valtteri. It was it was an equal. I mean, it was a total racing incident. I'm glad that the FIA made the right call on that one and just kind of let that happen. And uh, and. You know, they, there was no further investigation, no time penalties, nothing. Which was now, tell I me think, about. I think the right. I'm, I'm a little. I don't have any insight into, uh, you know, what the racing line standards are, mm-hmm. especially for when you're in turn one. What what is so? Is there a a, a stated uh, policy for what that is? What what yes. is maintaining your line? Like it, it's you have to be on the same line relative to one side of the track or the other exactly so like let's imagine that we're three wide going into turn one which we were it was almost like four Mm -hmm. wide at Mm -hmm. one point so like you if you're in the middle of that three wide you Mm -hmm. take the middle route through Mm -hmm. the turn Mm -hmm. you don't cut across into that into Mm -hmm. that you know the right side of the turn and you you know if you're on the left you know on a right hand turn you take the outside and so on and so forth so he he did kind of take away the racing line don't get me wrong it's it's first laps and first turns are always, you know, difficult to judge who's behind you, who's next to you, you know, and you don't have anybody in your ear constantly like Ricardo's on your right. You got, yeah. you know, it's like, it's, it was a, it, that's why, you know, them having no ruling whatsoever and just saying it was a racing incident made me extremely happy because that, that would have pissed me off if they gave Danny or Valtteri a five second penalty. I mean, one of my buddies texted me during the race and he's like, I feel bad for Botas. That sucks for him. And I was like, well, Danny's at at fault just as much. You know, they're both they're both making a mistake in that turn, you know. And, you know, obviously, that's the first lap. So that right side of the track is dirty. You know, it's Mm -hmm. got marbles of rubber and dust and all that crap. You saw how dusty the track was Mm -hmm. all weekend. Yeah, it was really. I don't know if that was just dirty air from Mexico City or what it was, but it looked like pollution. it's how the uh, it's how uh, that circuit always looks. The first, mm. especially the first couple of days, you know, you you would saw it, and it hasn't been raced at, you know, F one wise. I'm not sure about any other racing sport. It hasn't been raced at F one wise with all that arrow to kick it up in two years. So mm. it was uh, it was a dirty ass track, and uh, you know, uh, but it ended up becoming a great battle between, you know, they both got fucked. 
safety mm-hmm. car came out. Uh, Ricardo had to switch to the. Uh, he had to switch his front wing out because they had, actually it was he didn't gone. have a front wing. It, I yeah, saw that. He didn't it was have gone. A, yeah, he didn't have a front wing, so he had to get a new front wing, and he had a terrible pit stop at that point as well. Uh, and that's why I actually thought that Danny might have had some floor damage or some other damage at that part of the race. Uh, I think it affected him. I mean, he still had, like, considering what happened to him, I think he finished 11th or 12th. Uh, out of the points, but he still had a really good race. I thought, you know, he defended well against Valtteri for several laps. Like that storyline came up several times during the race and Valtteri couldn't get past him. Valtteri had a, Valtteri had an awful race today, especially after finishing pole, you know, yesterday. Yeah. I mean, but I think after the spin out, it wasn't that bad. I mean, Mm -hmm. compare, I mean, when you think about it, couldn't get past Danny though. It's amazing that he wasn't a DNF. I mean, Yuki Sonoda and uh, one of the, uh, and Lance Stroll both DNF'd. No, no, Mick, Mick Schumacher. Oh, Mick. Yeah, Mick. Oh, okay, okay. And they both Mick. rolled right, over Mick, yeah. Ocon's tires. They both got like shot up in the air. It was that that turn one at Mexico because Mexico has that long ass straight. Yeah, like it's there's like all the cars bunch up because everybody's in everybody's slipstream getting a toe. So all those cars got you know bunched up right there for that first turn. Always happens at Mexico, and you know mm-hmm. that was the other thing is that. Oh, like Lewis was whining about Valtteri saying, oh, I wanted him to get ahead so I could get in his toe. And like, bro, how about this, Lewis? Fucking qualify pole position the day before. Yeah. Don't worry about your fucking teammate who's going to Alfa, uh, you know, Alfa Romeo next season. Don't worry about him giving you a toe. Maybe you just qualify pole position. You won't have to worry about that shit. Mm-hmm. You hear Max complaining about Checo not, you know, it's just... It's just like I, Lewis pissed me off again today, and he always does this. You know, I still, like I said, I still think he's the great one of the greatest drivers of all time. But this is, you know, we're back in this uh, the same storyline that he constantly brings himself back into, which is it's everybody else's fault, not mine. The car's not good. Yeah, enough. and everybody seems yeah. to kind of like run to his defense. And I was like, oh, they just like people like don't give Lewis the respect. It's like, well, he there does seem to be a qual. First of all, he doesn't like the one thing I hear a lot is like. Oh, if Kimmy did this, everyone would think it was funny. And it's like, yeah. well, yeah, because he is funny. Mm-hmm. He's trying to be funny most of the time. And his sarcasm about stuff that goes wrong is funny. Lewis isn't funny. So whenever mm-hmm. he tries to make a joke, like, I don't know if he's making a joke or he's yeah. just like yeah. saying something on the radio that's just like a complete dump a bucket of shit on everybody on the team. It yeah. doesn't come across as funny. <laughs> like it yeah. comes across as you're an asshole. Yeah, Lewis doesn't get the credit des- that he deserves yet. He's been knighted. Like, come on, guys. Like, we we get it. All right. We, mm-hmm. He's like he he's 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 gotten enough recognition his entire career. If he's gonna be an idiot and like call out his teammate, you know what? I'm glad that Valtteri's like leaving. It's good for him. You've actually seen the like a weight lifted off his shoulders. And until today, he's been performing like super well. So yeah, fuck fuck Lewis. He's a whiny bitch. Same same all same all. Yeah, that's that's why, not, and then and then do you remember? Do you remember later in the race when he's like, "Is anybody there? You guys still there?" Oh, I didn't Bono? see that. No, I didn't hear oh, that. Oh, dude, he comes on the radio and he's like, "Anybody there?" And Bono's like, "Yep, hey, fam, we're still here, mate. We're still here." Like, it's if if Bono talks oh, too I, much, I he gets that, shit dude. on. Yeah, if Bono talks too much, he gets shit on. If Bono doesn't talk enough, he he gets you know shit on. It's it's always something with Lewis, man. I did. I particularly. This is a. This is a kind of an offbeat transition. But the radio conversations that Max have are intriguing to me because um, so aware. He's so yeah. aware. <laughs> he's like a computer character. Yeah, I like, know. He's like 
wait, what's happening with Checo back there? Like, he's just like asking all these really intense questions. And I'm like, how is someone able to think that intensely while they're driving 190 while, miles? While hour? they're putting a second a lap on another guy. Like, they're yeah. like, he's still like, he's not going through like shitty laps here and like overthinking other people. Mm-hmm. Like he, he puts his, uh, he puts his engineer on the spot, you know, he's like, okay, what's this guy doing? Da da da. And usually an engineer would be like, just keep your head, head down, head down. Just keep driving head down. With with Max, he's like, oh shit! I actually have to know every single thing because this yeah. guy is putting in like fastest laps while also asking me all these <laughs> questions. You know, what was the question that he asked late in the race? It was like, is is Checo going to catch Lewis or it was something about Checo? Yeah, he he asked that he was yeah, trying I to think, figure out. He asked he has a couple of questions at the end of the race or towards the end of the race where you know he's like, how is Checo doing? You know, and I think he was like six seconds off Lewis at that point, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's going to catch him. You know. Uh, so he asked that and then he asked something along the lines of, I think it was when Valtteri, uh, came in. Well, actually his, his, uh, engineer, uh, came over the radio and was like, Valtteri is going to go for fastest lap. That was it. There was nothing else said, like, watch out for it. And then, uh, <laughs> Max blocked him on his fastest lap attempt and screwed him. And then vice versa, you know, Valtteri tried to screw him as well. And he yeah. lost like, you know, two, three seconds on it, but it was also, Max was he was completely in control of the situation. He knew what you know what what the gap was to Hamilton. It wasn't this this race like mistakenly was reported as a, a race between Lewis and Max, while it was a race between Checo and, and uh, Lewis. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Max, I mean, Max that was, was, another, was Max was on another track. <laughs> yeah, he was he he. I mean, like the race maybe the first like the first couple laps were great. I thought it got a little boring towards the min the 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 middle of the race and. And then at the end, the Checo battle with Lewis got really exciting. Unfortunately, you know, with the, the high elevation, all the overheating engines in that dirty air, brakes overheating, tires overheating, you you really saw the effect of Mexico City. You know, it's like yeah. also, you know the the American soccer team before they play in Mexico City. Whenever they're playing Mexico, they train in Denver. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, like you got the and and Mercedes uh, Mercedes just haven't figured out. Uh, how to aspirate the engines as well as um, as Red Bull does, you know, because I was actually a... a little shocked from a from a, a driver perspective that like Max like landed. I don't know if it was like Thursday or I, I think he may have landed on Thursday, like actually just landed in Mexico City on Thursday, like Wednesday was still in Monaco. And I was kind of fascinated because I would think, man, you I would think you'd want to get acclimated to the air. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna be in that hot cockpit that whole time, I mean, it's hot cockpit. That's, hot what, cockpit. that's what we should have named like the Seth podcast. Brown. Yeah, we should we should have <laughs> called it the hot cockpit. He's got a hot cockpit in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Max is a machine right now. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he's he's like the Terminator dude. Like he is like it's like I must save John Connors. Like there is there is nothing in his head except for winning and what he can do to to win. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, which also is, you know, like we're talking about uh, Lewis versus Max. I mean, what are they at? 19 points now? I think it's a 19-point mm-hmm. difference between first and second there. Yep. And, uh, I mean, w- one thing we haven't thought about is fucking COVID is still a thing. If Max gets COVID, you know, or something happens, like, this could screw him. Like, the right now, like, 19 points doesn't mean shit right I now. think Max is triple vaccinated. <laughs> I don't yeah, think he's, he's, I don't he's, think that Max is fucking around He's got with, JJ, uh, he's got yeah. Sputnik, he's got... Yeah. He's talking to Joe Rogan. He's got all. He's got, he's got his ivermectin he's, coming in. Yeah, he's got his ivermectin. He's got, he's got no all chance. the horse pace you can ask for. Dude. He's probably on hydroxychloroquine. Actually. Oh, of course. Anic- like uh, what is it? Monoclonal antibodies. Is it the, is it he's got everything. 
Yeah, he's got the experimental Merc drug. He, you know, he's fucking Max, bro. He's killing. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, you know, I could see Lewis being like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so, oh, I know he's already had COVID, but I could totally see Aaron. I could totally see Lewis being like, "Well, I have my homeopathic doctor here." Yeah, Angela. 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 <laughs> Angela went online and got a medical degree. Yeah, Angela Rogan. She's. <laughs> she's, she's... <laughs> what a character, dude. Um. So. Let's talk about Ferrari, uh, yeah. the team that I dressed up as for Halloween. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually had these uh, these movement. I, I went as a Charles Leclerc, a fat version of Charles Leclerc for, uh, for Halloween <laughs> with my kid. <laughs> I think I sent you a picture. Of no, he's just book. swollen from the high elevation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's a low oxygen environment in New yeah. Orleans that I was experiencing. Um, so Ferrari had a great battle amongst themselves. Tell me about what you think about their race and what it says going forward for these last four races five races i can't remember how many we got left four we have four left i mean it's 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 scary for mclaren i'll say that much uh ferrari's mm -hmm. development has been amazing for the past three races and uh they've really like you know reached another level you know like like i, I think i've said in the past podcast maybe this will uh turn out to screw them next season with their development but to get that third place championship uh money is great for them plus they also have a heritage bonus from the FIA. Uh, so For because, real? yeah, because they're in F1, they get like a, a certain amount of money in the highest of any team uh, because they are, you know, the legacy of, of, of F1. Yeah. So they're going to make tons of money. And if they get that third place, they're going to, you know, it's going to be great for them as well. But they really today, when Danny got taken out mm -hmm. um, right there, I was like, that's it. You know, no more, uh, no more third place for McLaren. And uh, Lando took the engine penalty, so he started from the back of the grid. So, uh, I mean, it was the car looks so much better than it has in the past like year and a half, two years for Ferrari. Mm -hmm. We did, we, you know, it was about three seconds for the majority of the race between Leclerc and Signs. Like, and then it came to, you know, Signs saying, I'm, uh, you know, I'm faster than Charles. So, like, let me pass yeah, I heard him. him say that. Yeah, he's faster. And he was, I think. And then when they asked Charles, this was actually Crofty actually had a good line. Like, they're like, Carlos is, uh, is faster than you. We're going to swap positions and, uh, and you know, turn 11. And, and all you heard from Leclerc was, <laughs> and Crofty gave the, is that Chewbacca? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, he gave a, he gave us that Chewbacca. So eventually, he did give the position to Signs, and I, you know, I got caught up in the rest of the race and the Checo um, Checo lose battle. So I don't know how uh, Leclerc ended up finishing ahead of Signs. Perhaps uh, he gave him the position. Carlos couldn't advance, so uh, uh, Charles I to took back again. the position. I, I only watched one time, and I didn't. I was kind of focused on. I was really focused on Checo. You know, yeah, possibly catching. Uh, God, I wanted uh, him. To, I wanted him to get yeah. at least second, man. I wanted him to get I know, at least it was second. A, it was a real bummer. I wanted him to win. But, yeah, I wanted him to win, but I, I also that, want Max to win. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, I but I just knew that that wasn't possible once you mm -hmm. saw the way that Max was racing for the you know for the majority of the race. It just didn't yeah, seem. And Max possible. has had like three home races this year. If you talk about like Austria, which is Red Bull headquarters, then Zandvoort, which is you know his home country, but he's also he was born in Belgium. He's Dutch, but he was born mm -hmm. in Belgium, so. So I mean, he's had like he always has three home races a year, and he's and he he won all of them. You yeah, know, Belgian the Belgian Grand Prix was shit. You know, it was it wasn't a real race, 
but uh you know he he's had his moment in the sun it really like like we if we had a preview episode this week we couldn't obviously we've had uh, a lot of shit going on but, yeah uh we, i was gonna talk about team orders you know if it was one two uh with max would would he would he would the team somehow say okay if Checo was a little faster don't get me wrong you know because it's so mm-hmm. hard to pass mm-hmm. there but if you know if 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 Checo was outlapping max which is rare I would have said, you know, let him go. But also, you got to think about the championship. You know, it's it's it, this is like this is the last chance. You think they would have pulled a Valdez James? Uh... <laughs> Come on, uh, you got to do it, Max. Max, it's James. I don't know why I'm on your radio, but uh, could you let Checo pass, please? <laughs> Wait, it would help us. Sorry, I crossed my wires somehow. I'm I'm on the wrong channel. I'm trying to um, get an entire country to like us more. Yeah, pl- please, please. <laughs> I por mean, it Mexico, was for Mexico, but yeah, por la Mexico. You know, like some terrible like tacos. Like, mm-hmm. You know, some Breakfast English tacos. Yeah, they're like we love tacos. So I mean, it was it was it was a tough position. Obviously, Max was just head and shoulders above everybody else at this race and the, like like we said this this track does favor red bull they've somehow figured out uh the overheating problems which is be- probably because they're not a straight line speed car they're a, you know they're a medium speed corner and slow speed corner car they they dominate in those kinds of positions but you could just even see with 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 Checo how fast he was today max was still way faster than him yeah you know mm-hmm it was. It was. That, a, it's at that point when you're looking at the same car, you're thinking, "Okay, this is skill." Absolutely, yeah. You know, just, he's, he's just, just on another level. Yeah, it's like Jordan. You know, he just yeah. he just he's got he's he steps it up. He steps up his game to a level that nobody else can achieve. And like you have to think. Sometimes you lose that when you think about how fast some of these cars are and fast these other teams are. It's like there's two guys in F1 who are uh, like immensely better than everybody else and it's max mm-hmm. and lewis yep it seems pretty obvious even as a new fan that 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 it's not nobody is i mean there there are some it seems like i mean like you look at what happened at monza and you there's like there it seems <laughs> like to me there are different races that are going to just naturally benefit teams based on the way that their cars run but lewis and max rise above that for every race you know i mean they mm-hmm. they seem to be able to overcome even when that when they're they're disadvantaged in that sense, yeah. All the time. Which, which is what which kind of a, a, sorry to just hate and bash on Lewis, but he's like, oh, they're just so much. Uh, you know, post race, Red Bull is just immensely faster. Than us. No, it's not, dude. It's just there's tracks that suit certain cars. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys are in the grand scheme of things like a little bit slower than them, but it's not this giant gap that he's trying to make it out to be. Which he, you know, he's gonna, you know, if he does lose the constructors or the drivers' championship, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna put out some stupid vlog or videos like, gotta work harder, you know, some stupid fucking edited fucking thing, you know, it's like, oh, I should have been there. The car let me down, you know. He's gonna, he's gonna do some garbage like that. I've let Angela go. It's still, uh, what is, what is this, my Angelou quote that he always uses? Still, I rise, I think. So it's like, you know, it's like he's gonna, he's gonna do that and it's gonna motivate him, but it's also like, who gives a shit? (laughs) Like, you just, you just lost to, I think Max has been a better driver this year. He has. Uh, I, by the way, speaking of great drivers, uh, uh, one that went underneath the radar is the guy who shaves his mustache but grows a beard, 
for some reason. <laughs> Pierre Gasly. <laughs> he's French. Give him a break. I know. I'm like, he's from Normandy. I'm like, I've never seen. Why are you doing this? I was thought he was from Marseille and it would make more sense. But uh, why are you? What? Is he Parisian? I'm not sure where he's No, he's from, from Normandy. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah he's from Normandy. Oh, wow. I looked it up because I was like, "What is there some like group of French dudes that shave their mustaches but grow out beards that I don't know about? And yeah. I, I can't explain it. It seems like it's, I don't know, maybe he's like, maybe he's insecure about his mustache. Like maybe the fullness isn't there. I don't know what it is, but he, he just continually does it. He's French. He should be able to grow a mustache. Come <laughs> no on. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> I've got a twisty mustache and I'm a Polak. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean that. Yeah, come on, you do Pierre. have a good mustache. I I can grow a good one. It just takes me a bit. But Pierre just seems to not even want to let it. Let it. He, he doesn't let it. Come let in. it eat. Let yeah, it let eat. Let it eat. Let the big dog eat. You know. He. I mean, yes. It, despite his terrible mustache game, his racing game has been uh, unbelievable this season and last year for that matter as well. You know, obviously he's not in an inferior car, but it's lesser than you know Merck yeah. Red Bull. He's the sister team of Red Bull, but he. Like he, it was obviously one of those super boring races in terms of like him, but that's a good thing. You know, mm-hmm. he was like head and shoulders above. Uh, there was one through three, then there was five through the rest of the field. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was solidly, you know, P4 the whole time, never had any issues, like perfect technical driving. You know, Gasly doesn't get enough props, you know, and a lot of people also think that he should have been in that second seat at Red Bull uh after yeah. losing that seat i was about to bring ago. up what 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 future what the future holds for him it's it's i don't know it's kind of like checo has come around as of late so you would think that red bull is not going to be interested to like try to change it up for next year but i mean god if you he really does seem like he's overperforming in the car that he's in he is and i mean i think checo signed checo's signed for next season yeah and, okay so and, the contract's already in place so yeah. the contract's already in place so a lot of people you know i was gonna say renault but it's Al- Alpine. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he, like, a lot that. of people think that like he might join, you know, if if Fernando, you know, eventually is like, you know, fuck it. I'm done with racing. I'm too old for this shit. Mm-hmm. If he pulls uh, Danny Glover from uh, Lethal Weapon. Getting too yeah. old for this shit. Too old for so, <laughs> so like, Riggs. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's there's talk of him going to the French team, you know, and him and Ocon, both f- both Frenchmen representing that uh, that Alpine team. And they're at risk of losing him, man. And I think he's one of the most talented. You think he, uh, so you think he'd make that move out of nationalism? Because I mean, from just as a as a fresh fan, it seems like the the Alpine team is not as successful not. as Alphatari. But it's also where's the growth with um, yeah, I guess right, with yeah. Tor- with Toro Rosso Alphatari. Yeah, I mean, like, where's where where's the growth? Like, do you think? I mean, I mean, I hope that I mean. If you put him in that second seat next to Max, Max is such a tough teammate to deal with. Yeah, he is. He just like not not because he's a dick, but because he's just so damn good that uh, you would have what I think is going to happen with George Russell and Lewis next year. You're going to see you're going to see George pushing Mercedes. I already have Mercedes. I'm interested uh, to see Zeke. I'm interested to see. I don't know if you saw that interview I was telling you about with uh, with uh, Nico Rosberg and. Uh, Ricardo, I think it was actually even when Ricardo was oh the podcast, for, yeah the yeah, podcast yeah. interview, mm-hmm. and Rosberg was basically saying that like when he was under Schumacher, <laughs> that like yeah. Michael Schumacher like literally didn't talk to him, like didn't acknowledge that he was a person. They so yeah. like he would sit in and meetings. he was worse than him at that point of his career. <laughs> at he, that you point mean Schumacher was yeah at that oh, yes oh, yeah, at that point right. of so his career he won the championship one of those off. years yeah yeah he'd taken some time off. This was Mercedes like first year. And, 
and Schum- and he outperformed Schumacher, I believe. I'm almost positive about that. But yeah, like, dude, they're they're these are champions, you know. Like Lewis, next year you're gonna see a lot of that shit with George Russell as well. In the you know in the media, Lewis is gonna say, "Oh, it's great to have a British driver. I'm you know I'm gonna you know help mm-hmm. him you know his way through Mercedes." In reality, it's gonna be like. Go fuck yourself, kid. I'm not sharing any tips. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell you the proper lines to do on any track. You know, it's like I'm I'm gonna I'm gunning for you. You know, Lewis now has he will have Max and George Russell to deal with because a lot of people have always said, okay, so it's the car for Lewis, which is always bullshit. I don't like that argument. You know, it's, unless it's like a huge huge disparity, but mm-hmm. you're gonna see a talented driver like George Russell putting Lewis like putting the pressure on Lewis, and then. You know, people are going to be like, well, it's the same car, you know, so yeah, the, the, it's, it's as evenly matched as it can be before the race starts. So we'll, we'll see how it goes with that. And I, I, uh, I think Lewis is going to have an, like, I think that's why he's getting so frustrated right now as well, because next year is not going to be as easy with George Russell in that second seat. You know, Valtteri is the perfect number two. He is the perfect number two. He doesn't bitch. He doesn't moan. He keeps his thoughts internalized like a good Finn. You know, he doesn't care about all that shit. And and just now, imagine when George Russell can see what gear he's in as he goes around turns. Yeah, he's gonna watch all of it. He's like, oh, you were in fourth there, huh? Maybe I should. You know, like he's gonna learn about you know engine braking and all these things that that make the Mercedes what it is. Mm-hmm. Which which Lewis, I'm sure, never shares with Valtteri already. So. You're gonna see. I think you're gonna see Lewis even more on his back foot. So, like, the, I'm I'm very excited for next year. Which I always I, I I mean I've already like penciled them in as the constructor championship champion for next year. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we'll see. So right you don't now, even need to see testing. I mean, I just don't have any idea what these new cars are gonna do. It seems. Like I mean, we don't. We don't. I have knows. no clue. But it's like, listen, it's it's first of all, it's gonna be Red Bull and Merck up at mm-hmm. up at the top. Uh, you have like four talented drivers there with Checo, Max, Russell, and Lewis. Uh, I don't, I, I have a feeling that, that Mercedes will kind of dominate at first. And well, I mean, who knows what, what the fuck am I talking? I'm just, you know, this is all speculative bullshit. Yeah. Who, I don't, I don't know a damn thing, but I know that George Russell will... overreaction Sunday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go overreaction Sunday. <laughs> I can't wait for Aaron Roger Tuesday on the McAfee show. That, that's going to be fun when he bitches about Jordan love losing today. Yeah, Ugh, what a loser. Oh, yeah, they lost today. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's it more than good. funny. Wasn't and the Vikings good. lost. Wasn't looking good out of there. Oh, the Vikings, right. yeah, the Vikings ended up losing because they, yeah, okay, yep. I was watching the OT. and then They I, blew it. Yuki yeah. Sonoda was a DNF, but oh, man. He, he had such a weird weekend because there was like, the there's so much drama. It was like, was, was oh. like both good for him, but then like, you know, yes. Christian Horner was whining about it. Was like, we got Sonoda. And Marco. And fucking helmet yeah, oh, Marco. Oh, I didn't dude. hear about it. What helmet Marco? Oh, was dude, it, it's it. I, I felt terrible for him. The kid, he took an engine penalty, so he was going to start towards the back anyways. But mm-hmm. he was having a great qualifying, and uh, supposedly, and I don't think he did Q three, which screwed Red Bull, which yeah. kind of didn't at the end of the day. Um, yeah, because the third spot was where you wanted to be. Yeah, and also, one. yeah, and also it was one one three for Red Bull anyways. So and Valtteri finished finished outside the points. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what does it matter? But Yuki got blamed. He, you know, he talked about how he got, you know, summoned to the dean's office, basically, like he was going to have a con- like a talk with Red Bull because they think, I mean, Christian Horner, who's a dick sometimes, um, came out and said, we got Sonoda. Yeah, you I know. know like, that's a... <laughs> like, what are you what are you talking about? You got Sonoda. He went off the track. He tried not to block. It was just it was just, you know, the car was set up. I feel like 
Mercedes set their car up for one lap speed, you know, and that's why they got through. I feel like they sandbagged everything else to mm -hmm. not show that, you know, that the car wasn't going to be great in that high elevation for the high altitude for an entire race. And so what they did was they, you know, they basically like blamed Yuki for, for Max, uh, finishing three, uh, Max and Checo finishing three, four and qualifying, which is, mm -hmm. is bullshit. I felt bad for Yuki. And then of course, yeah. turn one happens, you know, he gets, he gets shunted. His car goes in the air. His, his uh, he had a, uh, rear wheel puncture. The steering might've broke as well. It was terrible, man. I, I just felt bad for the kid who's like, you know, he's starting to come on after, you know, we talked about him, finally having a little coaching and a little mentorship mm -hmm. from, from Albon. So I felt bad for the kid today, you know, and he's been like, he's been a little voracious on the radio to start the season after he finished 10th in his mm -hmm. first race. And everybody thought he was going to be a great driver. He just needed, he just needed a little guidance. And then, you know, he has been putting in consistent performances recently. And then of course he gets, blamed for uh red bulls qualifying on the second row and then he gets shunted the first turn and and you know he's dnf'd it sucks i mean him. i hear that from what i hear the helmet marco's uh uh methodology of dealing with drivers is pretty terse oh, i mean worst. like danny ricardo <laughs> said that he hurt his hand doing something like i think he was like riding bikes or something you know, motorbikes or something he hurt his yeah. hand and he was like i i can't drive and helmet marco was like silent on the phone for like five seconds and was just like you're an idiot. Yeah. Which just is, hangs up. <laughs> which is why Max is perfect for him. This is Yost's yeah, version Max too. Is like, dad? Yeah. I mean, he, and you can see Marco, Helmet Marco loves Max. He get you know, he lets him get away with it. And it also, Helmet had, you know, that a, a terrible accident and he lost his eye and he, you know, and so he, he's really looks like Fucking a Bond movie villain. character. Yeah. He looks like a Bond villain, you know, and it's like, <laughs> he totally just like, and he's, you know, Austrian. So that doesn't help. Yeah. And, <laughs> so he is a Bond villain. He is a fucking Bond villain, you know, and, uh, you know, his his uh, his world wars are on the track. But like, thank God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's keep them there, guys. <laughs> let's, let's not move across Western Europe again. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Let's the, avoid the, that. And um, also never go on a two front war. <laughs> speaking again of the nazis <laughs> uh <laughs> which we like to do we love to know yeah, the nazis and then just do. associate that directly with a uh auto manufacturer and uh team <laughs> um that has no claim to I, I mean i guess the nazis did use mercedes right i think there were more bmw okay be all honest. right well yeah. then we can okay that's we a, the leg up. They got a leg up. okay yeah got it yeah, well, okay, we'll shit, we'll shit on BMW. So, uh, both us <laughs> went out there, got fastest lap on on the softs, right? Uh, pretty late yes. when he knew he wasn't gonna really be getting any real points. He just yeah. had to go grab a point. Yeah. Speaking of dirty work, they're like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wet work as they call it as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, they. I, I I think I texted you like probably lap thirty. And when I when I saw that that mm -hmm. Bottas couldn't get past yeah, Ricardo, right. and he was probably you know third P thirteen at that point, I was like, ah, I already I'm I mean it's not it's not like some great prediction, but I was like, he's not going to get in the points, and they're going to use him as the pawn in the game uh, to uh, to steal fastest lap from Max, you know, and of course they did, and but it didn't seem like that first the first stint on uh those soft no, was was meant to lap point a constructor's point or a driver's point it's a or driver's both. point and okay. a constructor's point it's okay, a both it's, it's both a both those points but okay. 
if you finish uh, if you get fastest lap outside of the top 10 it just doesn't count ah, nobody get nobody okay. gets fastest lap so you have to finish within the top 10 okay. to even receive the points. that's right so, i think i heard that somewhere yeah so yeah. i mean i knew it like it was just to take a point away from max max would have been up you know because he did have the fast slap max would have been up 20 by the end of the race um but now you know he's he's up 19 you know and every point mm -hmm. does matter but i really think that first stint that they sent him out there with uh wasn't a fastest lap attempt i think it was a go try to fuck max and if mm -hmm. something happens if something happens hey who knows maybe you guys are in turn one together i think they literally you know they did their simulations they brought him in and they figured that valtteri would get ahead of max if he you know if they pitted at that mm -hmm. that time so I think that the first stint uh, on those soft tires at the end of the race was meant as a sabotage, and and a potential. Who knows what happened? Hey, hey, maybe maybe hey, Toto was, locks Toto up. was uh, doing some major uh, accident premonitions earlier. Yeah, he he, he talked little, about Senna and Prost. He talked about Senna and Prost, like you know when they when they shunted each other and screwed mm -hmm. the championships two years in a row. So I really, I'm not saying that. This was some, you know, intentionally malicious act, but you definitely know that like Toto was more than happy if something were to happen, you know, and and uh, Valtteri well, maybe he should be using somebody who's not going to another team next year. Well, that's the somebody other thing. Might you be know, more yeah. committed to the team mentality than Valtteri Bottas is right now. Yeah, he's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, Toto. seriously. I don't you know, think he's like, let me go fuck up Max's race. Like, I'm gonna be at a different team next year. Like, I don't need. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it was intentional. I just feel yeah. like, hey man, what if something happens and you lock up and then Max hits you and blah blah blah. And you know, and it did happen. He slowed Max down by several seconds, and then, uh, and then of course they pitted him again. He pitted four times during the race. <sighs> pitted him again, and then they they held him at his in his pit box. And then released him. Yeah, so they were like, "Oh, wait, he doesn't have a penalty. Why yeah. is he sitting there?" Yeah, it was so that he could have clear air and go for it. You know, once yeah. once Toto realized that he's like, "All right, we've done all the damage we can without me looking like Helmet Marco." Mm -hmm. You know, so so like now, like now we'll release him. He got the fastest lap. He took the point away from Max, but uh, still, it, it, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, like you know, like but yeah, that's the other thing. It's like Lewis, you should fucking thank your buddy. You know, mm -hmm. you you sat there and you shat on him at post race. The guy took away one point from from Max. So maybe next time, just qualify pole position, jerk. Yeah, <laughs> I do want to touch on one thing that we haven't gotten to yet, and it, it, you know, it's something we we <laughs> we live with disgust about. But uh, Nikita Mazepin is just such a fucking hack loser. I can't believe that this guy is still in this league. Yeah, and uh, he was at one point, I think, lapped twice. Yes, yes, and he was lap twice. What happened? You told me that there was something that happened with his crew earlier in the day, or it was like earlier in the race. Uh, qualifying. Weekend? It was oh, in qualifying. qualifying. So, what, what, what you happened? know, so drivers usually like the what you do is um, it changes from week to week who who gets to go ahead of each other to give each other a toe mm -hmm, during yeah. qualifying. So, this was, I'm not sure if it was Mick or Mazepin's week to be in front to get the toe. Mm -hmm. But uh, in the, the the final turn, basically in Q1, you know, Mazepin came on the inside trying to pass Schumacher while there's four cars ahead of him. So it wouldn't even have mattered if he had position because, mm -hmm. he, you know, he was just trying to basically uh, overtake. Experience what it's like yeah. to pass anyone. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> then he has that experience. Yeah. And then he goes, he goes, why can't you, know, you guys aren't letting me overtake Mick and blah, blah, blah. And then. 
and he's like, no, don't overtake Mick. It was his, it wasn't even his engineer. It was like the chief race director for Haas oh, came on the radio and he's like, he, well, Mazepin's like, why aren't you letting me pass this? We're going to have a talk about this or something. And, and then he says, you having a laugh, mate, you're going to let, you're not going to let me pass him. And then his uh, race director came on the radio. He's like, no, we're not having a laugh. If you want to have a gap, back up the car yourself. Okay. Didn't he say so, something? I think he said, I think he said, make some space or we'll make yeah, some space. Yeah. Yeah. Back off, back off so that you can maintain. I took that as meaning we'll make some space where your seat is. No, oh, no. Okay. It, what, he, what he was telling okay. him is because if you're too close in, you know, to the car in front of you, you're going to get all that dirty air and qualifying. You just want somebody to punch a hole through the air so that your yeah. car has that nice toe slipstream. Mm -hmm. So he was way too close anyways. And then the chief rates director, you know, came on the radio. He's like, no, you back off and you make yourself some space. You're not overtaking him. It's useless because there's four cars bunched up right here. What is the point of that? And then other non-related news, that guy fell out of a hotel room. <laughs> I'm sure Nikita Mazepin, and that'll probably yeah. be the fact. If Nikita Mazepin fell out of a third story hotel win a window, yeah. that would be the fastest he'd probably gone <laughs> yeah, in a while. Terminal velocity. Right? Terminal velocity. Yeah, but no, that race director, we've never heard from him again, and it wasn't Ryson. It was not, it was not poison. That There's another him. Russian. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about the guy in Berlin? Oh, God. Really? Threw, no, no, no. Like, they literally threw another guy out of a Oh, window. yeah, the spy. Yeah. 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 yeah, the spy. Of course. Just, I mean, that's the, a... the windows open. And they're like, they're like children. They just like, they want to jump out the window. It's like, or they yeah, want acid. Like who knows? Tears like, in heaven. Yeah. Oh man. That's brutal. <laughs> if he wasn't an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Be, exactly, yeah exactly. Um, so, okay. Let's just briefly talk about uh, Interlagos before we wrap up for the week, because I don't oh. have a lot of familiarity with this track. I love track, this track. Intro, okay. I mean, I heard love it's good. I just don't know a lot about it. So, Tell me about what your thoughts are going into Interlagos. And this is the, hey, we got two, we got double header coming up. Just Triple, yeah. 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 And well. then we'll have a, a, the third race, which is Qatar. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Interlagos, uh, great Brazilian uh, track. Uh, go back and watch. I think it was Max's debut season, guys. He was, it was racing. It was a wet race. And uh, Max like came back from, from the back of the pack and like ended up getting P2 or P3. Amazing race. Great track. Great circuit left-hand start one of those rare uh, tracks with the left-hand mm. uh t1 but uh, uh it's it's kind of another another track that'll favor red bull and uh it's it's got beautiful winding you know like kind of medium speed corners and all these things and Any it, elevation uh, changes or yes yeah, some like a bunch of good elevation changes mm -hmm. as well like a lot of interesting turns i i really it's one of my favorite tracks and it's also you know like i said it's it's a red bull track so I expect good things out of Red Bull again here. And I think that's another reason why Lewis is so frustrated right now. You think uh, Jair Barcelonaro is going to show up to the race or you think he's going to avoid it because he's so unpopular right now? Ooh, that's a good call. You like, know what? He might get booed and he's kind of like Trump. He doesn't like getting booed. I, with the Brazilians, he might get carried out on a stick. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he already got stabbed before he ever even got elected. Did Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he got might stabbed get, in the stomach. Some some dude was like carrying him on his shoulders, and this dude rolled up and just like stabbed him in the stomach with a knife. This now, guy's got I, COVID like five times, and he fucking survives. Everything. He had to go to the he had to go to the emergency room because of the hiccups. Oh, I remember that. I remember it was brutal though. It was like apparently you have the hiccups for twenty four straight hours, which sounds horrible. Yeah, we had a little we had a little break from dictatorship. Uh, yeah. Well, kind of. We had one race. Um, we had we had uh, You're Mexico. Right. Mexico had, is like Mexico yeah. showing off liberal democracy. Yeah, exactly. Well, congratulations, guys. You did I know. it. Oh, Labrador. 
Labrador. We yeah. Isn't it like Premier or something? Who knows? I don't know. There was president. Was it president? Oh yeah, like Vicente Fox was presidente. Yeah. Yeah. No. And he's always fuck Trump. Yeah, he's he's fucking hilarious. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. He's we're going. Yeah, we're going back onto the the dictator tour. So yeah. Wait, one more thing about Mexico that I wanted to touch on. Um, and it is absolutely, I think, irrelevant to F one, but it was something about um uh labrador uh and no i can't remember don't worry about it it's it's irrelevant uh, <laughs> it was it was it like, oh i know what i wanted to ask you it was actually it was relevant i wanted to ask what it didn't seem like even though mexico city is high you know like you were talking about the u.s soccer players going to denver to train it didn't seem like there were a lot of elevation changes on the track was it just subtle and i didn't notice because it, no, like it's okay. there's no, there's not many. It's it, it's kind of weird. Mexico is kind of a weird uh, track. They use like a lot of the same aero packages that you use in Monaco, which is oh. slow speed corners, like very technical, mm-hmm. very slow. Um, it's 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 interesting um, how how similar it is to Monaco and not similar it is to Monaco at the same time. It's huge long straights, three DRS zones, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but it's it's because of that that high elevation, that high altitude, that you actually you know that you're just hoping for any downforce from that thin air as possible. Mm-hmm. But no, that the track, I mean, it like it's so high up that if there were elevation tra- uh, changes in that track, it wouldn't even matter. You mm-hmm. know, it's like so they keep it. That's like a whole sports park facility. There's baseball stadiums yeah. there, all that stuff. Dude, so it's I love that it. section of the race, that the section of the circuit, that the chicane that goes through the, the crowd. stadium section. Oh my god, the stadium section is amazing. Awesome. That should it's be amazing. Like every race. Yes, it's 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 amazing, and you could hear them just going balls of the wall for Checo there. So, one hundred forty thousand people apparently at the race. Yeah, and yeah, it I mean, was only uh, thirty thousand less than um, uh, the USA total weekend <laughs> numbers. They've, I mean, they fucking typical come out Mexico. I love it, dude. The Mexican fans are crazy, man. They're they're like they're so passionate, dude. Yeah, I that's exciting. It. And I mean, they, they mm-hmm. had a guy that could win the race in the yeah. car that he had, and I mean, he didn't. And they they and have. they they pushed for him so hard. It was it was really nice to see that, you know. And thank God, uh, kind of. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, thank God, Checo's dad won the race. Yeah, no, Checo's <laughs> dad is like um, he's like one of those like drunk, you know, those like kind of chunky British like uh, Premier League fans that like. They'll always uh-huh. catch them like right after a goal score, and they have like their hands straight up in the air. Come like... on, England! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Snow! Oh, oh snow. yeah! Get it! Yeah, Get it. yeah they're like he's like that, except the Mexican alone. version of it. He's got like yeah. the trench coat on, like you know. It, it was he's fantastic. he's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. He's just much happier than those guys. Those guys are miserable for sure. Absolutely. Um. All right. So. uh Next week, Interlagos, we're hoping to do a preview show if we have, yes. uh, you know, the uh, the time to do it. I think we're going to we're gonna try to figure this out. I'll do some track research before we uh, embark on that uh, pursuit. You'll but, love uh, this track, man. You're going to love it. I know. It. I'm excited. I mean, they, I, heard, I heard good things, so mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, and uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, see you guys next week for Interlagos. Viva Mexico. Mexico lo quiere que tenga